Okay, welcome to this week's Five Property Update. This is the week uh, commencing the 24th to yesterday, the 30th of September. Who would have believed it would be the 1st of October already? Anyway, this is a look right across the whole market. Well, the next probably 15, 20 minutes, we're going to go over the whole of the market in terms of the Fife, in terms of all the estate agents, and see the supply and demand in each area broken down by region, and then also the total itself. It'll give us some indications and some clues about where the property market's going and how it's going, how it's proceeding. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Zoopla House Price Index as well, which I did during the week, but vague, just quickly on the summary for that, that'll really give us a good insight into, again, where the property market's going just now, and then a couple of other things, and then that's us done. Okay, so let's proceed. Let's talk about the property market in the last week across five here we go um, in the cooper area as you can see uh, nine uh, properties actually came on with all the stadiums 10 properties actually sold so good supply and demand in this week uh, for the cooper area east nuke six came on three sold you know not as good as what we, what we'd expect for the east nuke but it could all turn around and um, we'll look at the monthly figures in a minute because we've got them out as well for september um st andrews four versus five so it looks good in st andrews uh, that could all turn around when we look at the monthly figures um, leaving my 15 versus five, that's actually quite surprising. So there's a huge amount of supply coming to the leaving mouth area uh, and there's only five sold in the same week. Um, could that be turning a corner that market from uh, a, a seller's market to a buyer's market? Who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll see that in the next uh, in the next five minutes. Uh, Don Fellman, 58 came on 50 versus 54 actually sold. Glenothus 14 versus five. Glenothus similar to leaving mouth supply and demand wise. Uh, Kirkcaldy 24 versus 25. Um, interestingly enough, in Dunfermline area, actually five came on through builders, so that should really be about say 63, but we can't compare it with this sold because that doesn't actually come through. So overall, 130 came on in the week. Again, we're just about right about 18 every single day are coming onto the market. 107 actually sold. Uh, that's round about, um, I'll just do a quick calculation divided by. That's around about 15 actually sold. Uh, so in the week, 107 divided by uh, 130 uh, equals uh, about 82%. That's pretty good. Um, that's pretty good. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Let me look at the monthly figures now. This is actually quite revealing for the past month what's actually happened. This will all turn around. As I say, one week does not make a trend. When you see this, you'll see straight away the difference. Because you look in this in this context, St. Andrews looked, oh, four came on and five actually sold. Wow, that's fantastic. But you look at the monthly figures, 33 came on in St. Andrews and only 18 sold. So 55% of the stock that came on, the same, the 55% of that number is actually selling. That's actually quite a low market. That's an oversupply. Therefore, there could be a stabilisation in prices, if not a slight correction or realignment in the price point in the St Andrews area. Next month, I'll be able to tell us a bit more, but I'll give you an insight when I talk about the Zoopla house, UK house property prices and what they're saying as well, which I can actually see because they've got all the data and the numbers. Uh, so in the month, you can see across Cooper, uh, 52 came on, 38 sold, 73%. East Nuke, 19 versus 7. See how I'd said before there about East Nuke? It doesn't look like 6 coming on, 3 sold. And then you go into the monthly and you've got 19 in the month and actually 17 sold, 89%. Now, 80, 81%, let me explain, 81% and above is actually a seller's market. The reason for that is because generally 81% or above is the number of people that will go on to buy a property than sell a property. And the reason I say that is because anything below that is actually going down in terms of the market share. But but if it's above that, it means it's actually really, really buoyant and it's a seller's market. And the reason for that is because you've got 
numbers in the sold figures or the coming onto the market figures, which are actually people actually moving out the area, so they'll not buy in Fife again. You've got people actually deceased estates, unfortunately. You know, they do happen. So they'll not go into buy a house either. You've got people moving uh, into rented accommodation. They won't go buying a house either. So you've got all these different types. And that's why 81% is actually a good market and above uh, in terms of seller's market. And then it starts to go down gradually from there and percentage wise. Um, and then it gets into a buyer's market around about the 40%. And then after 40%, down to 30%, it's an extreme buyer's market. So we can go back to these numbers and look at them again, and you can gauge it for yourself. If you look right across there, you'll see just below an extreme seller's market. Extreme seller's market, definitely, probably even Stevens buyer seller's market, kind of, kind of even in the 55% level. It leave mouth 76% just under a stream buyer's market, extreme seller's market, sorry. Dunfermline's similar. Glenrothes is a good market, buoyant. As again, you'd saw before in these numbers, Glenrothes 14 versus 5, actually it looked like it was an oversupply, but it actually balances itself out on the month. So one week doesn't make a trend, but this is a good indication about what's happened in the month itself. Well, this is actually what happened in the month. So 80% of the 80% of the stock and the numbers actually came on. Now that's 560 in the month, which is actually quite healthy in comparison. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, and we'll just divide that by that. That's about you know, yeah, that's about um, 30. If you take 560 divided by 30 days, uh, you're talking about just under 19 properties came up the market every single day. 439 divided by the 30 days in the month, uh, just under 15 properties actually sold. So overall, 78% uh, actually of the stock sold. Not the same stock, remember, just the numbers. This actually takes me on uh, just to talk about the Zoopla numbers. Now, quickly, let's, let's look at the numbers. I'll take that off the now. I'm going to bring you on to the Zoopla's website and see where the supply levels are in Fife. Uh, Pre-pandemic, it was up uh, quite high, um, about 1,200. Um, when you look at this market and the in the in the when we looked at the pandemic when that was on and the boom that happened, stock supply went right down to about 550 in Fife. Uh, so where is it now in comparison? So we'll type in Fife in here. We'll select. And we'll hit that button. You can see they're over a thousand now. That's the first time in a long time um, it's actually gone over a thousand properties available for sale. This means there's a there's starting to become an oversupply coming onto the market in terms of the numbers. Uh, now, if you look at them and sort it in a uh, highest price point, let's look at highest and see where we are right now in terms of where we are. And I'll just scroll through and we'll look at the numbers. Um, so there's on the market since April 2023, eight million. If anybody's got a spare 8 million. Um, on June 20, uh, 2023, 4 million. And then we go down into these numbers. We go down to the levels where it becomes uh, just below the million price point. And we're still looking at July, still on the market, Buchanan Gardens. Uh, you still got other ones in the market. Oakley, September, just come on. Uh, August, there's another one. May, there's another one. Uh, there's uh, June as well, that's another one. Uh, there's uh, 775, that's on since July, August. Um, so you can see it all goes back. There's another one in April, um, and just now in Achtermachte, 750. So that's on since April. Um, and then you've got into uh, September, that's probably just come on. And so as you go through, 
um, you'll see there's a lot of the higher level properties and high price points actually staying on. That's quite normal, remember, because buyer power has been reduced because of the increase. Um, there's there's one. I mean, there's one that's been on there since uh, Kilmeny, since July 2021. Wow. It's 670, but that's been consistently reduced, and it's been it's been consistently reduced, and it's actually just gone down by 25%. They've actually reduced it. Not surprised because I kind of thought that conversation would have been beforehand, where that customer should have been told that maybe the price point isn't right on your property. Um, they could have done that a lot earlier, especially in there, leaving it since uh, since it was uh, July 2021. Um, as we go down as well, we've got another one there, February. That's okay as well. May. That's okay. And again, so let's look at the ones um, and the, when we're looking at, just jump back up and we'll look at price point for lowest price point. Um, so lowest price point, we tend to find, and we'll quickly scroll through that. So August, March, there's one in March. So, you know, May, there's another one in May, one bedroom. Um, so, when you look at this, actually, this should be a lot, a lot earlier. Some of these properties. If we'll go at the midpoint, we should see some of them are coming along a lot earlier. But mind you, this is the stuff that's left on. But there'll be a lot of new ones come on in here in this price point because it means the stock turns over quite quick at a lower price point. See, there's September, there's September. Um, there's another one in there. Um, there's an August. There's an August. There's an August. There's a September, a September, um, and a September, and a September. September again, September again, and August again. So it tells me straight away that while, let me see, while stock is moving quite well, um, it's moving quicker in the lower price points because it's more affordable. So as you get up to around about the 250 to 300,000 price point, that's where it crosses over from moving faster to just going a wee bit slower. And as it goes up, creeps up a lot higher, it'll probably go a lot slower as well. There is people in the market. There is always people inquiring at that sort of, you know, the 500, the 600, the 400,000 price point, but it will take a wee bit longer. So that's the, you have to get, you have to understand it because of the affordability in buying. And um, I mean, we can all have a cash buyer out there somewhere, but it's actually that cash buyer to be there at that point in time and for you to get them attracted to your house and you're competing with other ones because there's more higher price point properties available at, at being on longer. Um, available to people so they have a lot better choice because there's more higher price points points coming on so they've got more to choose from at your price point and, and the higher level hopefully that makes sense um it does in my mind uh, but if you're wanting to clarify that or you're wanting more information on that please feel free to reach out to us uh, and have a discussion with us about it i'm more than happy to do that let's get back to the uh, numbers again um actually let's talk about the zoopla Let's talk about Zoopla's price report. Uh, so this came out during the week. This was Zoopla's UK house price index uh, update for September. Uh, a good insight into here, into the um, uh, September market, or the way Zoopla sees things. Now, their executive summary went on to say that annual house price uh, inflation uh, moves into a negative 0.5%, but it's still 1.6% higher than it was last year, according to Zoopla, in Scotland. It just means the average, when Scotland's taken into account with England, which is 1.5% negative, it balances out round about the minus 0.5%. Uh, they go on to say then, Zoopla goes on to say, demand ticks higher over September as market sentiment actually improves because people are now going, wait a minute, maybe I should be okay to buy now because the interest rate rises have stopped. 
inflation seems to be under control. Um, and um, unemployment levels are still at a good level. A good, uh, and there's no mass layoffs or anything like that. So there's stability. There's there's wage growth is there as well. Wage growth uh, last month was around seven point eight percent, which is actually a wee bit higher, I think, than inflation. So you know that could worry us a wee bit. But if that continues, it might be. If it doesn't, then and it stabilizes off as well. That's actually a really good sign. Uh, buyers are unwilling, we noticed as well, Zoopla noticed that buyers are unwilling to actually compromise on what they want uh, what they want in face of higher borrowing costs. So the mortgage rates have gone up, but they're still wanting what they want, um, waiting for price falls or lower mortgage rates. That's what buyers are waiting on, price falls or lower mortgage rates. Uh, newsflash, if you're a buyer, that's not going to be anytime soon. It's not going to happen that quick. And usually, typically, most buyers move for the circumstances. So my phrase that I would normally hear from my mother and father, you better get your skates on and just get it done. Um, okay, um, Zoopla goes on as well to say mortgage rates expected to fall slowly in quarter four, 2023. And that's fine if you get a mortgage just now and you get it for a year or something like that. Speak to a mortgage broker, professional advisor first. Um, and if it lasts for a year, you can obviously remortgage it on a different rate. If you believe that mortgage rates are going to fall next year, you can get a fixed rate at least now. So you know where they are in terms of in your budget and capacity. Because if it does, inflation does go up again and the Bank of England move base rates up again, then you get caught out again. So fixing it now would be maybe the best course for some people. Um, but again, speak to a mortgage advisor about that. The number, uh, Zupa goes on to say as well as the number of buyers uh, will increase once mortgage rates get below 4.5%. So the buyers will come back into the market when mortgage rates get below 4.5%, according to Zupla. Uh, the number of buyers um, actually remains, and the average discount to asking price to achieve um, a sale of, uh, of up to 4.2%, um, and the, the highest seen since 2019. That means that's because they're taking England into account as well, which starts at the top end of the market, and, and they're all expected to uh, discount the property price um, because it's based on let's shoot for the stars, discount the property price from there, whereas we are based on Home Report, which is the other way, and we try to push up from there. Um, so we've got two different markets here between Scotland and England, um, and that's why it says that. Uh, UK house prices on track, the, according to Zoopla, to, to be 2 to 3% lower over 2023. Now, again, I'll come back to saying Scotland is 1.6% higher than it was 12 months ago, and England is 1.5% lower. Therefore, the balancing effect is 0.5% lower overall. So that's Zoopla's report. Uh, if you want to see more information about that, please feel free. You can go on our YouTube channel anytime, Five Properties TV, and just look up that report. And and and, our, and because we did it, um, I actually did it during the week there. Um, that's why I'm talking about it just now. So that's Zoopla's report um, in detail if you want to go through that. Uh, now, let's talk about what's coming to market, what's actually on the market, what's actually sold as well, uh, and then we'll go through the numbers. Um, so the first one here that we've actually sold uh, during the week, uh, why did I tell you about the first one that we've sold and you know what's been sold, what's not been sold, or we're just crowing or what? No, we're giving you a really good idea about what's selling, at what price point they're selling, what areas they're selling. Um, and we've given you the overall view, but this is just us particularly um, right now, and I'll give you a really good indication. So in this one, this was um, Bonnie and Cooper. It actually sold in seven days, and it was a three-bedroom upper, upper maisonette. Three people missed out on this, um, and it was listed at offers over 105,000. So if you've got a property in the Bonnegate area of Cooper, three-bedroom upper maisonette, 
Uh, they're going for around about the 105,000 price point, and there's three other people missed out on this. So we've got buyers for this already. So contact us now if it's something you're really serious about doing and you want to get ahead with, or you want more information and advice on what you should be doing in order to get that sort of price point. Uh, this is away now, sold in four weeks, uh, Brayhead and St. Moran's, beautiful views over the, um, over the rooftops towards the 5th or 4th. It sold in four weeks, two-bedroom upper apartment, and it was, it was, it was on it offers over 200,000. So that is now away. Um, so again, uh, these are very popular properties and actually going quite well within a four-week period, uh, better than the average. Um, Rosewind and Crail, even better than the average. This is a, another one. This is a two-bedroom terrace house, listed offers over 200,000, and it is away, gone. A two-bedroom house, gone, offers over 200,000, and that's away in Rosewind and Crail. Um, next one, George Terrace and St. Monin's. That's actually sold as well. That took a, a lot longer to sell. Um, beautiful four-bedroom in-terrace townhouse, and it was listed offers over 340000 and that is a way as well. Um, let's jump on to uh, Cooper Road in Pitlessie. Sold in two weeks uh, in Pitlessie, four-bedroom in-terrace cottage. It listed offers over 300000 That is now a way as well. Uh, so that gives you a really good insight into what's actually going at what price point. Notice that all the lower price points, 300, sub 300,000 marks, are actually going really, really well in a really good time. And it's, 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 when it gets over the 300,000 level, it will take a wee bit longer. So what have we got coming soon? Uh, so listen out for this one. If you've looked for properties in these particular areas and you're thinking that sounds okay, and in and, and, and summary, that sounds okay to me, um, and you need more information on that, or you want to register now for it, for when we get more details about it, because this is all just been signed up. We'll be doing pre-portal. We'll be putting photograph descriptions all together. So if you want more information about it, when it, we get it and when it comes to market, we've got the home report, then by all means contact us now and we can send it out to you before we send it out to everybody else. Uh, so Balgoni Avenue in Glenrothes, if you're looking for a two-bedroom semi-detached house in the Glenrothes area, we've got one coming on in Balgoni Avenue. If you're looking for a four-bedroom semi-detached cottage in the Dersey area, um, just outside Dersey, actually Western Drone and uh, 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 cottage in Dersey. That's a four-bedroom, semi-detached cottage coming on. Kirtgate and Cooper, three-bedroom upper maisonettes coming on. Uh, Tolbooth Wind and Crail, that's a three-bedroom end-terraced house coming on. Uh, Bonnegate and Cooper, um, a two-bedroom terraced house uh, will be coming on. Cross Hills and Uchtermachte, that's a two-bedroom ground-floor apartment coming on. Uh, Beacon Court and Anshla, two-bedroom upper apartment coming on. Mayfield Terrace and Collinsborough, two-bedroom end-terraced house coming on, uh, Maryway and Glenrothes. So if you're looking for a four-bedroom detached house in Glenrothes in the Maryway area, uh, then by all means, contact us. And finally, the one uh, 4th Street in St. Monin's just signed up yesterday. That's the one I'm doing. A three-bedroom terraced townhouse will be coming on as well. They're all going to be popular. They're all fantastic price points, these ones. So you really need to contact us now. Remember, I'll go back to saying, let's just flick back on that. Sold in two weeks, sold in nine days, sold in four weeks. This is the ones you've got to you've got to be aware of. These are all good price points and they will go well. So if you think you're looking for these types of properties in this in these areas, then you need to register us. You need to make sure you're in there first. If you're not, I know it sounds so cliche, but if you're not fast, you're last.
everybody can end that line. Everybody knows that. Because it says if you're not fast, <laughs> tell me what tell me what the ending's going to be. And it, you're last. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's why you need to do that. Um, let's just jump on and talk about what's completed. This really gives you a good indication about the keys. This is keys handed over. In other words, we can now tell you what it went for against what the home report value was. Um, because this information is completed. So by the line, everybody's paid their money. Uh, keys have exchanged. We can now tell you that. Glendale and Leaving, two-bedroom ground floor apartment, sold in one day over the home report value by £5,000. It went for £85,000. A two-bedroom ground floor apartment, Glendale and Leaving. If you've got a property there, we've got other people missed out on this one, and they're sitting waiting for your property in that area. Contact us today. Shore Street and Cellar Dyke, three-bedroom, upper apartment, sold. And it's now sold. It took a bit longer than usual, and it sold for the home report value. There you go, 230000 uh, New owners delighted with their, their home by the sea. Uh, Willow Tree Cottage in Kalesi. This is the one I did as well. A beautiful place, four-bedroom, detached cottage, sold. And just uh, sold in a couple of months, which is the average it's taken to sell a property right now. And it sold for 5000 over the home report value. Covers most of the fees. Uh, for £405,000. And that's it. That's the ones over the line. That's the ones getting listed. That's the ones I've actually sold during the week as well for us. Um, gives you a good indication, as I said, about what's going on in the, in the market right now and the supply and demand. Uh, now, the UK uh, data as well goes on to say that uh, the market for properties, for buyers buying properties, has actually dropped year on year by 16 to 20%. In other words, last year, if you put 100 properties on, you could probably sell, you could probably sell about 90% of them, okay? This year, you're probably going to be selling round about, if you put 100 on, you'll probably be selling round about 70% of them. That's what I talk about, the 20% reduction year on year. So last year, you were more or less selling 90% of them. This year, you'll be selling 70% of them um, straight away. And that's the difference. There's 16 to 20% less buyers out there and less demand out there as well than it was last year in terms of what's buying. Hence the reason why I'd seen, I told you before about the number of properties actually come on with Zoopla itself at the 1,000, uh, and I think it was 1,020, I'll just double check, 1,010. The 1,010 properties actually come on Zoopla, I can show you that again here. Um, it tells us now the beginning I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's becoming a begin to come an oversupply here as here this this 1010 uh, 10 10 10 to 10 cowboy 10 <laughs> um 10 10 so uh, 1010 now this broke the thousand barrier now it did break the thousand barrier when we went into lockdown uh, once yeah and then everybody started buying again when we realized that we needed a house out in the country uh, we needed something different because we could live anywhere else in the world and we could still uh, work, work remotely from home. So that started to drop again. So it's gone up to there. Now, remember, though, that number and before the pandemic was sitting at 1,200 in 2019, and it was still a buoyant market. And we're only at 1,010 just now. So even though there's a lot of properties coming on right now, we'll probably see that actually declining as we come into uh, the winter period. Now, to talk about Christmas coming up, but hey, Christmas is coming up. We're in October now. Um, it's coming, whether they like it or not. Um, so Christmas is coming up. Uh, a lot of people tend to leave their houses and put them on the market next year. 
this is usually the best time to actually sell because they're all waiting to next year to put their house in the market and then you've got the advantage here that you're putting your house in the market and there generally is for the right properties there's always demand it doesn't matter what time of year it is i've sold a house on christmas day i've sold a house on boxing day i've sold a house on new year's eve i've sold a house on new year's day in fact i sold Kirkwind one bedroom upper apartment on new year's day 1st of january 2022 just to prove that very point and successively years before that um, i've actually sold on christmas day new year's day boxing day as well and um, so just to prove that point you're only as busy as you want to be as an estate agent in other words you've got to get out there and do it so that's the key here if you're if you're in a position you don't need to wait till next year. You're probably better to have certainty about where you're going and when you're going. And so you know you have that certainty. And if your house stays on the market a lot longer, at least you know at this point in time, it wasn't as popular as you thought it was. And that doesn't put you under pressure then because you've not really got your focus on, on, a, on an offer on somewhere else to go next. The, the worst thing to happen is you go and make an offer on a house and you go, it's conditional upon me selling my house. You put your house in the market, hoping it's going to sell straight away to fall in line with that other one, and it doesn't. That really puts you under pressure. So you're better to actually manage the sale and actually chain build in the process. So if it stays on the market a lot longer, that does not matter. Oh, but my property will not be as attractive or it might be what we say what people say is that oh that that property will be stale because it's been in the market for quite a long time well that's not the case because i just proved the point that under 20 people go on around about 18 people go on to buy a house in fife every single day so if they're coming into the market for the first time to look for a property that even though your house has been in the market for a year or two years or three years or five years it won't make any difference because it'll be the first time they've probably seen it because they're looking for the first time. They've actually decided that day, I'm looking for a property to buy. That's the reason. So it doesn't matter how long your property's been in the market. Makes no indication of that. It doesn't change about things like price point or anything like that. Sometimes, if you're motivated though, and you have to because of circumstances, then you might consider realigning a price point and, and, and introducing another, uh, another price point level in order to attract other buyers from a different pricing group into your market so they see your house once they're in the door you can push them back up generally most people have 10 percent more than what their budget is that's the rule of thumb and it's always been the case since i've done a agency for the very beginning you better believe it every single time i'm all tapped out at four hundred thousand, and suddenly an offer comes in for four hundred fifty thousand. it's like wait a minute you thought you were tapped out Fifty thousand from nowhere and that's kind of what happens sometimes for for people for the right property if they're coming along but remember that person's making people are making a decision every single day to come in into the market so it is generally a waiting game for 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 some people some people it happens and it all falls into place for the majority of people but some people will wait a bit longer don't worry about that it's nothing to be concerned about have a conversation with your estate agent if you're the right market strategy if you should be changing photographs, if you should be renewing videos, if you should be uh, tweaking some information, if you should be doing new campaigns to retarget different uh, buyers out there in different areas uh, based on yours, uh, based on what your requirements are and what your buyer profile is, then absolutely have that conversation with them. Just to finish off, um, a couple of things I want to talk about quickly, and then I'll be finished. Um, we did our... Um, uh, Richard and I actually, investors, investors, if you're a landlord, if you're a self-managed landlord, especially this one's for you. Um, it actually, 
if you're using a letting agent as well, this one's for you. Um, if accepting a guarantor, Richard and I did the show yesterday. This is all about accepting a guarantor. More and more times, it's essential now, essential that you get a guarantor more than likely to go along, especially with the especially with the change in the legislation and what the Scottish government's proposing right now, the Minister for Tenants, Patrick Harris, proposing, and the fact that you know there'll be eviction moratoriums, uh, there'll be rent controls in for forever, um, and all these different things that are happening. There's especially right now, this is where you would talked about it yesterday, Richard and I, how important it is to have the right guarantors in place, how to get the right guarantor in place, and how what the essential checks you need to do to make sure um, you've got the right guarantor in place. It goes a long line with the tenant, because sometimes just tenants, because of their circumstances, we do talk about some examples in that. For example, a tenant might come from Europe, or they might come from America, right? What happened to one of mine recently? They had to pay six months up front because they couldn't get any credit score because they've got no credit in this country at all in the UK. So, therefore, they had to pay six months up front. But we made sure they were in that position and they paid that and they made sure as well everything was in place and everything was referenced at the back of that. And also, you can possibly get a guarantor to go along with them. And if you can, that person's referenced as well and checked as well. And we talk about that all the way through that show. And there's a podcast on there as well. And it's on this link. Just click on the link in here. It takes you through to all these links to the shows that we did during the week. The midweek show, it takes you to the Zoopla update as well. It takes you to the one we did yesterday. And you can watch the show. You can read the article or you could probably listen to the podcast. The most efficient way to do it, listen to the podcast. That's probably the most efficient way to do it because you can do it anytime you're doing anywhere. If you're getting ready for work in the morning, you can listen to it while you're in the bathroom. Uh, you can listen to it while you're getting your breakfast in the kitchen. You can listen to it in the car. Pro podcasts are probably the way forward for doing things like that. So I go in depth about what we're doing. So does Richard as well and how to do that. And we've got a lot of top tips for self-managed landlords out there. So they know what they should be doing as a self-managed landlord. Did you know that self-managed landlords are 272% more likely to be in arrears with their tenants than a landlord that uses a letting agent. 272%. Wow. That's not a risk you can take as a self-managed landlord. That's why it's probably essential you plug into that and listen to that podcast. Finally, tomorrow, for anybody that's wanting to increase their wealth, increase their uh, um, where they are right now, if you're just no, I'm just no happy about where I am right now. If you're in that sort of thing, I want to, I want to move on. I want to get better at what I'm doing. I just want to, I, I don't know what it is I need to do. You don't know what you don't know. That's really what it comes down to. So we're going to be talking about something that's quite prevalent. Uh, Tony Robbins talks about it quite a lot. Now, uh, most people know Tony Robbins. Just type in Google Tony Robbins. He's one of the advisors, um, uh, probably worldwide. He's huge in terms of personal development uh, worldwide. And he has been for years and years and advised many Oscar winners, many athletes, top athletes, um, uh, champion world boxers, um, um, Olympic champion athletes, um, um, also uh, presidents as well, prime ministers as well. He's advised them all on, on the right way forward. Um, we're going to be talking about some, one of his subjects he talks about, and it's called a wealth mastery mindset. It's things about can your beliefs change your life and what are your actual beliefs? That's the drill, the, the drill down that we're going to. We'll also be talking about the truths. You know, 
home truths. That's it. And cardinal rules, what you should be knowing. Uh, your beliefs about money are really important. Do you know what everybody says? You know, everybody talks about money. Uh, it's the most talked about subject ever. Um, and to be honest, uh, you kind of do you can't do anything without money. Try try, you know, try and get try and get a dentistry nowadays about money. Try and get anything about try and go down to the shop and say, I tell you what, I'm gonna buy something and I'm just gonna take it. I'm not gonna pay anything for it because I don't I don't believe in money. I don't think money's important. I think I proved that. <laughs> you need it to do everything more or less. So this is what I'm gonna talk you about breaking these habits of your belief about money. Um I'll give you a wee phrase here. Uh, and you can complete it in your own mind. Money is the root of all. Complete the sentence. Money is the root of all. Now, most people will actually say evil. But I just said money is the root of all evil. But money isn't the root of all evil. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. As I said before, it's your beliefs and what you see things. And we often get mixed up in our mind about that. So this is why we're going to talk about the Wealth Mastery Mindset tomorrow at 12.30 on these channels. Uh, and we're also going to finally end with that as well as choose to enter the door that you need to enter. We're going to go in depth into that as well about what, how are you going to open that door? How are you going to open that door in your mind? You have to come in with an, an open mind and be open-minded here to listen to it. If you're not an open-minded person, don't tune in tomorrow. There is no point. It's never going to change for you if that's the case. You have to lift that lid off that jar that you're stuck in. And let me talk about that quickly before I end. How do you train a flea? Well, in the circus, this is how the train flees. They put them in a jar. Yeah, it's yeah, about six inches. They put a lid on it. Now, a flea can jump 36 inches, by the way. So in other words, a flea can jump three feet. But they put the flea into a jar and they put the lid on it and it's six inches. And the flea jumps and jumps and keeps banging its head. Keeps banging its head on the glass jar every single time. Now, at some point in time, the flea bangs his head so much on the glass, the top of the glass lid, it goes to itself, I am not want to do that anymore. Sound a bit like life. <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. It's sore. It's sore. It's a pain point. So the flea learns to jump just under the top of that, just shy of that glass lid where that glass lid is. Now, what they do from then is when they take the flea out of the jar, the flea never jumps higher than where that glass lid was. It will, if you took the lid off the jar, this flea would never jump out the jar ever again because it's trained itself only to jump that just under six inches every single time. And it doesn't do anything different than that. Does that sound a bit like life? <laughs> um, what was it? My mother and father. No, my mother and father. People around about me used to say, that's no for the likes of us. Be careful. All these different things. What makes you think you're so special? That's what we're going to talk about in Wealth Mastery tomorrow. All these different things. All these beliefs that you've accumulated. We're all born the same, remember? We're all born exactly the same, more or less. We all come out the same. We all come out with a mind that's not programmed at all. So how on earth do people excel way beyond that? And how on earth do people not? How is that possible? It's a lot to do with the belief systems inherent in here and what they've seen all around about them. But you can change that program. You can change that over time. That's how people learn. So you don't just come out and be an instant success. 
you have to work on it. You have to change it. And this is what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Uh, so that's a Wealth Master Mindset we're talking about tomorrow. Wealth Creation Show, Richard and myself, 12.30. Tune into these channels and we'll see you later. Until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I'm Jim Parker for Five Properties TV.